All right, you've made it back to another week of Bruise and Banter, episode five. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, G, followed by... I'm James. I'm Greg. Yeah, the gang's back together for the fifth round UFC main event. This the long, the long haul. If you're with us now, well, you can't leave. We know who you are. You can't is this leave. Ro- is this a Royal Rumble or is this WrestleMania? This is SummerSlam, bro. Oh, SummerSlam? Oh, yeah. SummerSlam in January. In January. Oh, by the time this yeah. drops, it'll be February. So happy Black History. You know what that means? <laughs> it's Black History Month every month. Every month. month. Hell yeah. <laughs> Exciting signs. Man, that, that should have been our cold open. <laughs> anyway, right. listeners, welcome back. We we got some new topics for y'all to discuss. Got some exciting things to talk about. We'll get started. You know, if you want to recap from last week, it's real real quick. I'll tell you, just go listen to last week's episode. Right? <laughs> so, James, kick us off. I know what you're going to ask. So, tell the people Song what they're going to do. Song of the week. What y'all got this week? Song of the week. You all know it. If, if you're an active listener, you know that James has been on this song of the week kick since we kicked off. So even though vibe. he asked vibe for the week, what guys just see what the vibe is for y'all for the week. So what's yours? Let me get yours. Uh, first. You never go first. I got you. I got to get the name real quick, but I have it. Oh, it is. <laughs> Where is it? At? I just lost. Okay. <clears throat> Bacas de Biletes by uh, Nat. Oh, I don't know how to say his name. Not that, bro. Not that. <laughs> that's a banger. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my shit. Been all week, bro. I've been just banging that. All right. Greg, what you that's got? Song. I do. I've been listening to Deftones all week, bro. I'm going to go with Sex Tape. That's a good one. Okay. I'm going to go more to, to where Greg stays. I got Search and Rescue by Drake. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't come this far just to come this far. I read that on the okay. internet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just if saw you know, your name, you know. Grand MC. What's up? I just noticed you changed that. Your name, Grand MC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grand MC. I didn't think Greg should be the only one with the title whenever we were recording oh, these things. So I dubbed myself the Grand MC. Next week, I might be, you know, Big Sausage Biscuits. Who knows? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It changes. All good. good nicknames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Greg, would you like to lead us into the next one? Or I tell you a story real quick if y'all are interested. Oh, I mean, I, yeah, let's hear a story. All right. So... Last week, I meant to tell y'all about, uh, you know, hygiene and keeping up with ourselves. Because as men, we have to be, you know, proud of what we look like. And a part of that is I've had I've had about three pedicures in my life all within the past couple of years. And each time, I think I'm getting further and further removed from liking them. And here's why. Let me give you some context. First off, they, they set you up to fail because they give you the little cheap drink for free, right? So you think, oh, it's going to be a good time. Then they put your feet in the water and your feet start feeling like hot dogs after a while. But, you know, I go along with it. You know, I play along and, you know, pee's there with me. So I feel comfortable. I'm not doing this by myself. Anyway, everything's all fine and well until, and my listeners out there, if you know my pain, you know my pain. They break out a cheese grater, bro. Oh, shit. Yes. And they start going in. It doesn't matter if it's a man or woman. They they Uh treat my heel like it is the finest Parmigiano Reggiano. <laughs> and they don't they don't say, hey, say stop whenever you're good. They go to town. It, it's so much that you know, whenever you're really trying to open something, you kind of lift your elbow a little bit to get more oomph in it. Yeah. That's what them mm. people be doing. And they be making faces. They wear their masks, but I can still see their eyebrows, you know, kind of shift yeah. down towards their nose. They they're trying to get in. Anyway, for my for my listeners out there who know the feeling, I saw a video. Buddy had an, an electric sander. 
on his oh, foot. Shit. <laughs> so it really, it really put it into perspective for me. And it's one of those life lessons where you say, you know, it could be worse, but I wanted to tell Electric you standards crazy. Yeah, no, it was wild, bro. I wanted to tell you about that because there's probably some men out there who are skeptical about going and getting their feet done. And let me tell you, don't do it. It's a trap. <laughs> take take the little free wine, the little free margarita, and then yeah. just say you had second thoughts and walk out. Is it's it, free is anyway. it champagne or what is They offer, so most places do a wine or like a margarita or something, typically that is in a real small glass. I'm sure they do champagne at some spots, but okay. the place we went to only does those two options. But yeah, the, well, yeah. That's, that's, my, that's my pedicure experience. And all three times I got the cheese grater. And uh, yeah, I don't think I'll ever go back. It just depends. I have to be bribed. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I've never even thought about even going. I'll go. I mean, I've always wanted to go. Uh, they got old English on tap, though. Oh, hey. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you can find it at some, hey, bruising banter takes on a nail salon. Hey, I'm, I'm not opposed to it. I just never just thought about going. Coming to you live from Fancy Nails? Hmm? Question mark? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. Throwing out the names and everything. I don't know if that's a real spot. Uh, oh, I was like, oh, damn. It's, it's not one of my things this week, but, you know, on the topic of uh, men and upkeep and hygiene, I saw some girl on Facebook post that, that Dior cologne at Savage or whatever. Yeah. Is, is a red flag. I guess that means for, you know, men or whatever. She said that one and uh, why oh, no. something. <laughs> but I was just wondering, what did you guys go to fragrance? James? Okay, bro, <laughs> I, I couldn't even tell you the names. Uh, I really don't ever like really wear cologne, to be honest. Damn, Kush your cologne? <laughs> Most of the time. No, nah, I'm just playing. But yeah, <laughs> truthfully, like I, I don't wear a lot of cologne, so I couldn't even tell you a name for sure. Here's a here's a deep cut for you. Are you familiar with the movie Pootie Tang? <laughs> <laughs> you know whenever Dirty Dan just throws the dirt all over him? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, James, James, like you, I wasn't much of a cologne man up until as recently as we'll say 2023, so that way people can speculate. I only had colognes that were given to me as gifts yeah. or, you know, if they got lost in a move and i came up with them but i recently purchased that specific cologne greg so it worries me that you say that because i'm red not flag. trying to plant any red flags you know what i'm saying like i just Damn. bought it because johnny depp looks super cool on the poster so like, I, I can't even pronounce it i've been saying dior sausage oh, shit. <laughs> just because yeah. pepper in it i don't understand the red flag thing i mean and you know you're colorblind anyway i guess it's all right <laughs> is it a red is it a red flag or is Ick or whatever. She's a red flag, bro. I don't know. Okay, because I, I there's, a dude on, there's a dude on TikTok, and it, it's like compilations of like girls saying about icks about different stuff. And mm. one girl said, "My ick is if if you read books or whatever." <laughs> and the dude, <laughs> the dude brings up the list, and he just he's like at like five hundred. He's like, "Don't." Oh yeah, <laughs> I've seen that on Twitter. Yeah, and I just saw it, and I was like. I'm gonna ask the guys what they work. I mean, because I have like a little sample of that, of that sausage stuff in this. Hey, it feels pretty good. Dude. <laughs> it's not what I wear. I wear. What do you uh, wear? Again, I wear Dolce and Gabbana in the summertime, and I wear board in the winter. You know what I'm saying? This man has seasonal colognes. <laughs> you got you know, to bro. from Anchorman. Whenever that dude opens it up, he's got sex. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's every time. Every time. It was like gasoline. <laughs> That's Greg with his with his fragrances, be putting on his fur coat and his Tom Ford or his, his tank tops and his little hoochie shorts. 
with this yeah. and gabbing. No, that's good. So that'll that'll lead us into your next one, Greg. That was a good segue. Let's talk about your topic. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, I was reading today that. Well, I mean, it's kind of like a not really much of a topic, but some guy is claiming that he found Amelia Earhart's wreckage. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. This? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, uh, you know about this? No, no, no. I'm I'm confused. I I would think that that <clears> stuff <throat> is just long gone. Wasn't it lost in like the Bermuda Triangle? Uh, I think I think it's off of. Hamilton is it Hamilton Island? I don't yeah, know. the the island that she's supposed to fill up at the last person she was supposed to fill up at before she turned around. That's where yeah. they lost her. Was it? It's ever... like between it's between Australia and Japan, I think, or Hawaii and Australia. Something. It's somewhere. It was, like... I think it was it was New Zealand, I believe. So she would have. Well, she was coming from these water. She was between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Last thing she radioed that she was low on fuel. She needed to stop. It was an emergency. So. This man's claiming to have found her wreckage at the bottom of an ocean or a sea or something like that. Yeah, in the yeah, Pacific. about about a hundred miles off of Hamilton Island. This so a little background. It's I forgot what the company is called, but this guy was like a real estate guy in South Carolina, uh, and it's just it's just crazy to me. He said I wanted to do something more exciting with my life, so I sold my real estate assets and I bought a I bought an underwater drone for nine million dollars. I'm like, dog, how much real estate assets did you have, bro? <laughs> right? What do you mean, man? Owned South Carolina. So he so he did that and then it's it's a sonar drone so it's you know bouncing sound waves down there and coming back to reflect the depths or whatever and they found it looks like a plane it's a very grainy blurry image it looks like a plane but ne- next steps you know they're gonna take a camera down there and see what it actually is uh, the, uh, the, the company's the company's called a uh, deep sea vision yeah yeah, that's, yeah. That's a good name and, but uh, you know yeah, besides that, the whole go ahead I mean I was just besides the whole finding the plane I mean if they found it you know that's great. I just think I just thought it was wild. He's like, man, I'm getting out of real estate. I'm just gonna buy a nine million dollar. <laughs> Have you saw the the sonar thing that he sends down there? Yeah, it's like it's like a big ass like it looks like a torpedo, bro. It's fucking mm-hmm. huge. I don't even know. Yeah, they, I've I've seen them before off like fishing boats. It's the same technology. They just it's not as meant for that depth. It's it's crazy <laughs> stuff. I need that for my couch cushions. So if I could just. <laughs> If I can just probe my couch cushions and bing, and then you know find the remote, that'd be beautiful. And I'm yeah. say this as far as the wreckage, am I wrong for saying that some things are just better left as a mystery? Is that uh, a- well, that's a, that's a, that's an argument that they're having because this guy yeah. wants to uh, he wants to rise it. I mean, he wants to bring it to the surface. And a lot of people are saying, "Nah, we just need to leave it down there. We can go look at it. You know, if we find it, there's a lot of stuff that can be done to get info from it, but it has to stay down there." So that's that's an argument that they're gonna have. He said he's prepared to go to court. And the, oh, and the other, the other thing is going to be the hard part coming up, bringing it up from how far it is in the ocean. Because if you bring it up the wrong way, that shit can just fall apart and everything. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I w- I agree that for that thing, for something like that, I feel like you should just leave it. Yeah, go check it out, make sure it is the plane. Okay, we understand what happened to her, or whatever. She ran out of fuel, crashed in the ocean. Bit, but he's he wants to pull it out and he wants to put it in the Smithsonian or something like that. And yeah. I mean. I get it, but at the same time, how how are you gonna get that out without like you know something happening? Because you it's like four thousand something like that, super deep in the ocean. So I feel like he should just leave it and then let it ride. I, but there's, you know who people are. There's like eighteen movies that th- telling you this is not what you do with historical things. Yeah, like <laughs> you don't bring up mummy tombs and open them. You don't go into dark caves with a torch and move a big rock. Like there are just things you don't do. You don't bring up planes that are at four thousand feet deep. If I think it's if like nine thousand. Nine thousand? Listen, think. 
What? Yeah. Oh, I think I think they took the picture at four thousand. I think that's what it was. But yeah, I think, is, I think you're right. It's, it's at nine. We're 000. probably both wrong, bro. Honestly, yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I went out. It's twenty feet deep. <laughs> Regardless, he said. Uh, he said he wants to see if the hatch open. If the hatch is open, that means you know her and her navigator got out. I'm like, mm. just take the camera and look, bro. You don't got to pull it out to see if the hatch is open. Yeah, that's yeah. where I'm at. If you can yeah. do all all of your analytical stuff from afar, then go ahead and do that and leave it undisturbed. But no, I, I, I had not. That. I had not heard that. I, I hope the hatch is open, bro. That keeps the mystery alive. So she, you know, she wrecked, but she got out that bitch. Yeah, she, five thousand meters underwater. <laughs> five thousand meters. Yeah, bro, that's that's look. close to like fifteen, sixteen thousand feet. At least. I don't know. Yeah, that's three miles down there. Boy, nah. Ain't no reason you should be down that far. No yeah. way. Yeah, I mean, just leave it. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. go check it out, whatever. Make sure see what it is. But after that, I mean, there's no point of bringing it up. They don't bring up the Titanic. Nah. They leave that shit there. So, no. Titanic. Whatever. Good movie. Good movie. I remember whenever <laughs> I had it on. <laughs> Solid movie. VHS. Oh, that, it was too uh, tight. Great, great transition. So <laughs> I saw this on Twitter or TikTok, can't remember. But uh, it's like uh, if uh, this millennials or whatever would uh, be on the Titanic and it sunk or whatever, how would we be? And there's people just in the ocean like, damn, bro, I can't believe we hit the iceberg or whatever. Not me <laughs> drowning and shit like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, Man, I think about it. And if, if that were to happen in today's world, I'm definitely pushing a woman off a door. <laughs> like let, let's just be honest bro if if it's me or you we could fight there it's what is it whenever you're in the water it's like maritime law there's not really any laws out there yeah international waters or whatever yeah international waters man mm-hmm. you do whatever you want to push somebody off a door blow your whistle it don't matter i'm in the captain's face like dog how do you hit an iceberg <laughs> we're going two miles an hour the iceberg's going slower than that I was texting. This is my Tesla. My Tesla. Yeah. The dude that was on the top watching. He's the he's the problem. Oh man, was sleep. Yeah. Or he 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 was peeping shoddy from across the way. Or something. Yeah. Look at her. Look at her. Look at her. Look at her. <laughs> Saw that shit last second. Rang the bell. I yeah. Your man had a bad trip. He was on shrooms or something. Yeah. Hey, don't blame shrooms, bro. Well, Anyhow. I got I got G's uh option. What would you do, Greg? Man, I'm, I'm telling you, I'd be up front, just fucking fighting with somebody. Pissed. But Angry. as far as whenever the ship goes down, I'm gonna go down with the boat, bro. I think I would too. That's I think it. I would too. Just going down. I'm gonna go get one of them. I'm gonna go get one of them nice ass cars they had underneath. And I'm just gonna sit in that bitch until we go down. <laughs> oh, they're like trying to drive that bitch off into the ocean. <laughs> uh, damn, I imagine. You mean to tell me all these rich people ain't got a boat car, right? <laughs> I try to find the invisible boat mobile from Atlanta. I think, uh, I think if I got in the ocean, I would try to find like like a, a door or something like that, try to get on it. But if not, fuck it. Let me go. I'm, I'm just going to let myself just sink and just no. go. I'm just going to be floating on my back. I'm like, gee, <laughs> let me on your door. <laughs> Please. Now, my luck, my door would be the most uncomfortable <clears throat> door there is, splintered, broken, stabbing me in the side. But I'd be fine. <laughs> oh, you're going to be like Buddy that that snuck up on the, the boat. The women boat? The, yeah, he's like, I have with child. I have with child. <laughs> Like Respucia from Norbit. Norbit, I'm with child. <laughs> Please let me on the boat. Please. Deep cuts here. Uh, you know, taking it back again, I came across a picture and it was a Latrell Spreewell spinner shoe. Oh. Did you ever, did you ever see those? I had some. Nah, but yeah. I don't know what that is. My brother had something. No, it was literally what it sounds like. It was a shoe with a little plastic spinner wheel on, like right on the heel. 
Yep. Them things was hot. And it made me think, what is just one outlandish piece of apparel you can recall from your history? So mine was the spinner shoe. As iconic as it was, it should not have been a thing. Do y'all have anything like that? Bro, that should definitely be a thing. I need some right now, boy. <laughs> I'm looking at these really crazy. <laughs> if you um, if you can remember Latrell Sprewell, dude was crazy. I mean, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe his cornrows is rolled too tight, but that shoe is an abomination. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hey, these are these are fire. Uh, You're crazy. Damn, that made me think. <clears throat> Most outrageous piece of clothing. Yeah, just something you thought is like, man, that that should not have been a thing. Whether it was oh, coming man. up as a kid in junior high, high school, or even like today, you see something that these young people are wearing in 2024, and it's nah, that ain't it. Because not think about that, but you know, in 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 the uh, in the uh, in the reverse, there, I do wish we could bring back them skating shoes, boy. Them Etnies and DCs with the oh, big fat yes. tongue. Yes, oh, my my flat God. feet thrived in those shoes. Those are the most <laughs> comfortable shoes ever, man. I used oh, to have the natural colored laces, all that stuff. Maybe oh, the uh, maybe, maybe the maybe the Timberland high heel. I always told Nish I'm gonna buy her some when she gets mine. <laughs> yeah, that that's one of them. Most definitely, we can circle back to it. I just wanted to pose that question, and if you have to think, oh, you know what? Now the the cockroach stompers that the Hispanic used to wear. Don't what's oh, that curl? Curl waiting up. Yeah, that was crazy time. Yeah, I like crazy times. Who's James? I mean, pony boys are cool, but like to the point where they're just rolling up, curly, look like curly fries. Yeah, I would say I'll add to it any type of like affliction or American fighter, anything that's bedazzled is crazy, bro. Especially if it's men's clothing, you know where you got that shirt, and it damn sure wasn't the men's department. (laughs) Man, I hope my cousins ain't listening to this. They're gonna be pissed, bro. I'm, I'm just putting another. Maybe, maybe they thought I was crazy in my my picnic <laughs> cloth Aeropostale shorts back in junior high. But yeah, Ed Hardy shirts, bro, with the fake tattoos. You remember those with the sleeves? Yeah, yeah the sleeves. Oh, oh had the beads on it and shit too. Yeah, no, oh, crazy. That was a wild time, man. Anything that was based, like if you watched the show Jersey Shore, anything that they was wearing was crazy. Them deep V yeah. cut shirts. Where you could see like your man titties, that's wild. <laughs> the TV, grown men were showing cleavage. That stuff is crazy. Hey, I was like, go deeper, deeper with the V. That might be that new girl episode when, he, when she rips his, his shirt. My DV, it's yes, bro, crazy. <laughs> nah, nah. Oh, man, in those days, I was rocking a, a U neck because my my stuff would just be stretched out from trying to push my head through. <laughs> I had the, the what they call it, like the baloney ring. You remember oh, that commercial? Yeah. Thing? <laughs> Got baloney collar. <laughs> so as you can tell, we're we're fashion icons on this podcast, and we talk about oh, all yeah. things high fashion. You know, because I pronounce things like Dolce and Gabbana. It's just what's in my closet for this for this season. Anyway, if we want to move it along, James, what do you got next? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna keep it with you know like stuff from the back in the day. <clears throat> what is a show that you remember from your childhood that was probably your favorite or mm. maybe still your favorite? Can we split mm. it up between maybe like a like a real life show? I don't know what you'd call that. I'll give you animation. I'll give you a, a real life show and an animated show. All right. Ooh, as far as animation, man, I think I got two that are tied at the top. I was real big into Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, Adult Swim. I would thrive, you know, whenever the sun went down, lock myself in my room. Wait, I'd like to go back. That sentence <laughs> did not the way I needed it to. What were you doing in that room? <laughs> <laughs> Why well, was it locked? <laughs> yeah. 
my point was is that whenever Adult Swim came on and those shows would come on, you couldn't bother me. I was I was in my I was in my zone. So I'll go with those two first, and then I'll pass the buck to y'all while I while I narrow down my my real life option. You go ahead, Greg. No, I'm still thinking. Go ahead. Okay, for my animated show, Rocket Power used to be my shit. Rocket Power. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, and then Kids Next Door. Yeah, Code Name. That's a yeah. good one. And then for mm. live action stuff, probably it'd be Fresh Prince. Black. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch the Cosby Show a lot, but whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, no whoa, I know. Really back, really back. It said used to for all that That's shit. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Book them, boys. But uh, all that. You remember all that? Yeah. Oh, that's a yeah. good one. Yeah. Taking it back there. I thought you were going to say Mash. <laughs> what? What's Mash? That French Chill out. out. <laughs> the French what guy? Oh, uh, in, the, in the tub? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember his fucking name. Pierre. No. Is it Pierre? Pierre? No. I don't remember his name, bro. I'm about to give it up right now, though. You said some good ones. Uh, I'm going to circle back to my live action. I really enjoyed uh, Cousin Skeeter. Oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah. Cousin Skeeter. Cousin Skeeter was a good one for me. And then... Like Disney Channel, bro. I used to rock with even Stevens. Yeah. What was the other one? Lizzie McGuire. I don't know why. Because looking back, them shows was lame as hell, boy. Oh, yeah, definitely. But at the time, that oh, was yeah. it. Hey, that was high quality TV. Uh, his name was Pierre Escargot. <laughs> <laughs> with the bubble. Uh, I like the, I like, I'm going to go real white. It's like the, it's like the adolescent version of Friends. I like Boy Meets World growing up. That was a good oh, show. Yeah. I don't care. yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a hitter right there. That's and a then for Cartoons, I mean, Rocket Power was good. Johnny Bravo was my shit, though. Oh, oh damn, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> it really makes sense. <laughs> I would throw uh, another I like one. Network stuff, bro. Curry's the Cowley Dog. Yeah, slap. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Ed, Ed, and Eddie, slap. Yeah. But Ed, some of that stuff that... Just... Some of the stuff they put on Courage the Cowardly Dog, though, was kind of crazy for showing for two kids. Yeah. Remember the Mossy? Oh, Ren and Skippy, too? Bro, do that you remember that episode? Questionable. <laughs> Where he saw the log on his back? Yeah, bro. Crazy. <laughs> All I didn't like the show, bro. Our Real Monsters, that was a good cartoon. Yeah. We can go on this forever. Let me let me stop. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna switch gears now, unless, Greg, you got something, because mine's going to be depth. It's going to make nah. you think. Only thing I want to end on that is I fucking hated All Real Monsters, bro. That shit was what? Yeah, bro. That's right. crazy. Well, listen, we're ending if, on that. Uh, <laughs> what, what do you call it? I want you. I want y'all to cancel Greg. Cancel him. Cancel him. <clears throat> Not all for right. anything else. For all All Real Monsters. Cancel yes. him. <laughs> that's his. That's his worst take. All right. I want to talk about the the subject of homie hopping. Homie hopping. And I need perspective so let's i want you to explain your stance on it is it is it bad or is it okay and why so whenever you're ready take it away take it away james i don't think it's okay that's just just because like you you're you're bringing that same person around like the person that they just broke up with and y'all that's your buddy or whatever and you're trying to you know have everybody in the same room and stuff like that it's just super awkward i feel like that would just be weird I don't, so I don't think it'd be cool, but I mean, everybody's stance is different. So, nah, I, I couldn't do it. But have you ever, mean. have you ever been a witness to it? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. And whenever you were around it, could you feel the awkwardness? 
Yeah, bro. I feel, yeah. I was I would say something stupid just so I know what's going to relieve the awkwardness a little bit, you know. But yeah, I've seen it. Nah, it's not cool. So let me ask you one more thing in regards to it. What if the argument is made that they're happier together? That's cool. Do you support the relationship in and of itself? Because I know it's one thing to bring it around your friends and make yeah. everybody else uncomfortable. But would you say, okay, they're happy? Like if they get married, cool. If not, whatever. Yeah. Do you support the relationship? overall if the previous relationship ended on a relatively positive note oh yeah for sure i mean like if they go on and get married i mean not even have to get married but you know they have a, a long <clears throat> relationship whatever cool it's just you know in those beginning stages when they start bringing them around and it's just her with another buddy and everything it's just kind of awkward and everything but i mean they're happy and cool i'm not gonna be like oh i can't hang out with y'all because of that it's just it's just gonna be awkward for a little bit but oh, excuse me but down the road or whatever and they're still together it's cool whatever you get used to it but at the same time i still don't think it's that cool but i mean if you if y'all get make it and y'all happy cool I'll, i'm not gonna trip but at the same time i'm just be a little awkward around it for a little bit but then after that i'm like all right whatever all right now greg i want you to think of it from the perspective of and I, excuse me i don't know which perspective james came from but if you were with a woman and then linked up with a friend of hers how would you feel about it? Do you think you'd feel a way? Are you familiar with that? Have you ever experienced that? <clears throat> oh, yeah, dude. That's definitely done that on accident a few times. <laughs> but uh, so, I mean, it's not okay. It is okay because we're going to, I mean, I think we should do what we want to do. And, you know, I think it's not, you know, I don't think we should judge people. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. But at the same time, there's also probably better decisions I could have made. It's not okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 yeah. it's like an unwritten rule, you know? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Okay. And I know whenever I was reading this, there's, you know, there's always the the takes of, well, it depends on how close the friends are and how serious was the relationship and are they just fooling around this, that, and the other. <clears throat> and so whenever I say it, it's not a, you know, they were together for two or three years and then it was an ugly breakup and then, you know. Next time yeah. they had Friendsgiving, it's, hey, everybody, this is my girlfriend. It's like, yeah, dude, we know. Yeah. She was with little Tommy over there for <laughs> 18 months, brother. <clears throat> but yeah. it was it was something that I came across. And I guess I guess my my cemented stance on it is, you know, in my younger years, I did it. I saw it. I didn't like it back then. <clears throat> now, as a, you know, grown, more grown person, I wouldn't do it personally. But it, like I said it earlier, I'm not going to judge somebody for doing it. Because what if they are happier? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's yeah, you said that better than me. It's all about the happiness. We want people to be happy on Bruising Banter. Don't, don't take what we say and live your life by it. Life's a garden. Dig, Dig it. it. Dig. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. No, <laughs> TM, TM, TM. What you got, James? I got. So we're going to go ahead and get into this. I have this question that's sent in by a viewer. They mm -hmm. want me to ask it. They want to stir the pot with all the, you know, the new fans to the NFL. Oh, NFL doing too much with Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. There's Look, numbers. I saw the. There isn't though. I saw the Colin Coward claim, and uh, when was she only on the broadcast? Like twenty five seconds, twelve seconds. This, this, and that. Well, <clears throat> I'm coming from the perspective of revenue streams. Yeah. Oh yeah. What she's well, yeah, done. I mean, she's doing numbers for the NFL. But I'm mad. I mean, I mean, she's I'm, doing I'm, that kind of numbers in only 12 second increments. You know yeah. what I mean? So I feel like, I think if you're hating, you just want to hate. And I mean, I get it. I get it. You know, maybe you don't like the person. Maybe you don't like her from the jump. And it's, you know, now it's just a little extra thing that you can hate on. Yeah. I don't think they're doing too much. 
if I was in it, I'd probably be doing more. I'd be putting her on TV for 45 seconds and making 900 million. You know what I'm saying? What you doing that, bro? Great be doing spiteful things. <laughs> Just to make people more mad. I've been I've been tweeting some stuff. If if you follow me on social media, you know how I feel about the whole Kelsey Swift agenda, if you will. And here's my theory, right? Deep, deep cut, deep take, whatever you want to call it. Kelsey was plotting. All right. He took advantage of a opportunity that was before him. He cast out a line for Taylor Swift and she took the bait. Now, what this relationship has blossomed into, fine, fantastic. Do what you got to do. But whenever I got Tony Romo, Jim, you know, Taylor, <laughs> I I need that. If you show her on yeah. the camera, it's cool. It's one thing. And I'll give credit to Jim Nance. He always downplays Tony Romo's weak antics or whatever you want to call it. And I think he's I think he's hating. I think Tony Romo's low-key hating because he dated Jessica Simpson and they never gave her love like that. Yeah. But anyway. And uh, Carrie Underwood. But he dated Carrie Underwood and she sings us the Monday night song for like the last 20 he didn't years. Date Carrie Underwood? Didn't they did not? Well, I'm sure he did, bro. If I got two, if I got two questions, I'm sorry, then I'm probably wrong. Anyway, I think Kelsey took advantage <laughs> of this situation and good for him. I mean, it's a superstar with a global superstar, and you're just exploding both of your brands. And if you fall in love, you fall in love. Is the NFL doing too much? I think they're gaining too much. I think that they shouldn't benefit from homegirl just going and watching her man play, you know, because she's just showing up like any other fan, being excited for wins, upset after losses. And yeah. the NFL's raking in over $330 million. I mean, come on, man. I understand yeah. it's a business, but realize that people at home are going to pick up on stuff like that, like me, and I'm going to run with it. And let me yeah. tell you, I do not run. I went for a walk today. I showed y'all. I was walking without my dog. I just walked by myself. Yeah. I, anyway. That, that's my take. So, <laughs> listener, if you're listening, I don't think they're doing too much, but I do think that they should take that money and donate it to the global fund because she'd be polluting the world with her jet. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I think she's going to make it to the Super Bowl. Have you seen those theories? Theories? She, they're so, serious? So, the day before the Super Bowl, she's in Japan for a show. Yeah. But because she's technically a day ahead, people have mapped out, oh yeah, Taylor could make it back to see Travis because she'll leave at this time and this, that, and that. I said, first of all, y'all are way too obsessed. Go touch some grass. <laughs> and second, if she if she makes it back, she'll, she's going to do everything in her power to make it back, right? Your, your dude's playing in the Super Bowl. It's exciting. You, you've now all of a sudden loved football, so she's going to try to make it back. Yeah. If she does, she better not get more FaceTime than Usher. More screen time. Oh, that'd be wild. Or if she shows up, she better go perform. <clears throat> You think I should bring her on? Nah, no. Nah, she, she's turned down the Super Bowl. Damn, no. <laughs> she's a, they've asked her to perform, and she's turned it down. Oh, really? I didn't know that. I think that's why the NFL is okay with pulling in so much money off of her, because it's kind of, again, not a spot. Greg might be behind it. But, yeah, she's she's said no, and so this is kind of like, okay, well, if you're not going to perform for us, then we're going to take your relationship and make money off of it. Yeah. Greg, what you got? On the Taylor Swift thing, or uh, are you you can on. go more about Taylor Swift, or you can move on to the next topic. I just want to say she do be polluting the fuck out of the earth, and uh, <laughs> did you see that? Did you see that tweet? <laughs> it was like Tony Romo watching The Godfather. He's like, I don't think you can refuse this offer, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and another Buffalo Bills first down, Tony. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Tony Romo did they carry Underwood? Do do did get a message just now from a viewer. I mean, a listener, and she said, G is hating ass, uh, you know. Oh, you got that message too? <laughs> yeah, I got that message. We both got that message. <laughs> I guess she, she really wanted to pass along that knowledge. So thank you. He's a hater. Hate, 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 hate. 
during a recording, having a listener chime in. You don't get that on any other podcast, y'all. This is an exclusive uh, only on Bruise and Banter. Did I got you another know? one from a listener. Oh, go ahead, James. Uh, real quick, did y'all see that when uh, Luca dropped 73 or whatever the other day? Mm-hmm. And the theory or whatever is like, Luca dropped, wait, who dropped? Somebody else dropped 70 something the other day. Or, yeah. Is that, and then Luca turned around and dropped another 70 right before Black History Month, and they put <laughs> Buck Nasty. <laughs> I hate it. The internet is awful, man. Go ahead. Greg, take it away. I got I got one from a listener. It was actually Raina. So shout out Raina. I know she's hey. listening to the show. Uh, she sent me a TikTok about this girl going super hard for Groundhog Day. <laughs> what? This should be... It should be a holiday and how, and I agree, honestly, that's not my thing, but I'm thinking about that now. It would be fun if like as a country, we all woke up that morning and watched, uh, what's that dude's name? Punks of Tony Phil. Punks of Tony Phil. Hey. We got up and if we saw a shadow, we didn't have to go to work. And if we didn't, <laughs> we had to go to work. You know what I mean? <laughs> It'd be like a countrywide game show for one day. No. But, uh, so anyway, she sent me she sent me that video. She's going extra hard for Groundhog Day this year. And I was just want to ask you guys, what are y'all's most underrated holidays that we should be going hard for? Ooh, that's a good one. Underrated holidays. Juneteenth. <clears throat> yeah. I agree. Juneteenth, yeah. Juneteenth. That's that's the one that comes to mind. I've never had it off. I would like to have that off. Well, Greg, there's one big glaring problem. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you have the physical capabilities for that, bro. <laughs> you might you might be lacking the melanin in that department. They could give, give me off for that, bro. We'll give you two hours of PTO. So we can uh, shit. I don't even know. What are the other holidays? Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? I don't ever have holidays also. Oh. James James doesn't celebrate anything. Oh, one of those. I like that. Well, there's because I think about the the what I call the classics, and it's basically everything. If Walmart's having a sale for it, that's a big holiday. So Memorial Day, Labor Day, Fourth of July, obviously. You know, I think it's I won't call it low key underrated, but it doesn't get the love that it does. Thanksgiving, I get it's a big holiday, and you get time off, right? But it's sandwiched between Halloween, which everybody you know goes all out for, and then Christmas. Thanksgiving gets acknowledged and people love it, but it's between the major holidays. I know that's not the, what the question was. <clears throat> major holidays, I don't think Thanksgiving gets the love that it does, that, that it needs. Excuse me. Oh, yeah. I get two days off for Thanksgiving, yo. Two days? Two days, yeah. That's it? What you mean? I got a week. Oh, shit. I'm sorry I don't teach, G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, a, I got a day. You got March eighth, National Pancake Day. No love. Ooh, that ain't no damn that's holiday. That's a that's hey, a that's, holiday, bro. Should, should be a holiday. We go hard for, bro. Pancake <laughs> Day. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> should be off. No, no work we'll for National pancake, pancake Day. No, a whole party for pancakes, bro. Hey, I'm down. Uh, go ahead, G. No, I was gonna say there's like Columbus Day, but I don't know what's in that bullshit. Yeah, I was gonna say, what are you celebrating? <laughs> I think on that day, you're either on the side of you're against mass, you know, genocide or you're for it. So uh, not underrated, but I don't know. I don't know. People really acknowledging what it is they're celebrating. I'm going to put that out there. I'm going to go with uh, Indigenous Day, too. Now, Yeah, it's been shifting more towards a split type of situation where I I have to share it. People are thankful. thankful. The ones that are thankful for that genocide are celebrating Columbus Day and the rest of us are... uh, Crazy you know, indigenous yeah. people, yeah. But I would go with Earth Day, make that a bigger deal. 
Yep. Get the day off, go crazy, have birthday parties, you know, get faded and plant some trees. Well, yeah, I'm gonna say go plant some trees and stuff. <laughs> I mean, what I would uh it'd be cool to do like a countrywide, a legit Cinco de Mayo thing instead of just people running around in sombreros and eating tacos and drinking margaritas, acting like they know what they're talking about. Yeah. And there was more of an actual dedication to something on that day and people you know, got something from it, then again, I'm not saying that makes running around in sombreros okay, but at least at that point, you've done some sort of due diligence as opposed to just <clears throat> capitalizing on a on a three-day weekend, yeah, depending on where sure. you work. Yeah. Is it but, you? Uh, me? Is it me or you? I'm a, uh, one more thing. Flag day. Oh, just yeah, forget about flag day. Which flag what, what flag are we celebrating? What? Uh, Wait, looking at we gonna have to just put up the Texas flag, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, when by Texas he hey, means I'm, Texas. I'm Longhorn. Hell no. Put up the Chilean yeah. flag or something. I'm afraid you gonna put up a I forget you're gonna put up a text like my fault, bro. My bad. I got my Jamaican flag that I can put up. I'll have a flag. No? All right, whatever. I, I got I got some photos, some I got one <laughs> blue bandana. I'll, All right. I'm gonna put up the I'm gonna put the survey core on the flag, bro, and just do that. <laughs> For all our anime fans out there, Survey Corps. All right, I got one from a listener, and it's really segment that I want to kickstart on top of my unpopular opinions. By the way, if you're listening, please continue to send us your unpopular opinions. This one that I want to start off with is a would you rather segment. And what we were, what was put in front of us is, would you rather, or excuse me, not would you rather, but would you be willing to send your significant other off to prison for one year if it meant that all of your favorite sports teams won a championship for a year. Now, James, you have a significant other. Greg, you don't. So let's say the next closest person in your life. I'm going to think about I'm going to gonna send off my favorite ex for two years <laughs> for two championships. I will win. Bailey double. That's, that's a tech football championship, a tech basketball championship, the Spurs winning the finals and the Steelers winning the Super Bowl. For two years, back to back. All they gotta do is go to jail. <laughs> All they gotta do is go to jail. No sign, sweat on sign, my back. Sign her up, bro. She would love jail. Oh, <laughs> James, what do you think? Hey, Your significant other listens to the podcast. I couldn't send her to jail, bro. For real. I couldn't do it. You don't want to see the Panthers go to go to the Super Bowl and win it? If it meant Jessica just spend a bit of time in jail? Two years? No, not two, just was one. two years in jail. No, just one. No, just, I said two for two championships. Oh, got you, got you, got you. Nah, just three sixty-five. I could do it, Joe. I could do it, Joe. Don't ask me. Hey, what about you, G? <laughs> Don't ask me. No, no, I would not. <laughs> no, no, I would not. <laughs> hey, I've, I've gone this long without titles. It's cool. I'm gonna be all right. Yeah, I'll I, uh, I found some other ones that I want to read off to you. So I was, I was into Reddit as I was on my oh, walk, yeah. and this one was: Would you rather have a magic van that can teleport you anywhere you want and time travel anywhere you want? Or a magic ring that when it touches a book, you absorb all the knowledge inside. Sheesh. Give me that van, boy. <laughs> okay. Uh, James? Uh, man, that's t- I think I might go to the van too, bro. I'm trying to hop time. So hey, I don't going. even I don't even wear rings, bro. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's one that was uh, that was written. It says, assuming time traveling to the past creates a separate timeline each time, I'd travel oh, back hell. to the I'd travel back to my previous self and tell him to pick the ring. Then I would murder him and acquire both <laughs> abilities. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> and then there's some more. It says uh, the book. 
I'd rather overhaul my current life than try to find some perfect place to be. Plus, if I lose the van, I'm boned. If I lose the ring, I'm still smarter. <laughs> why would That's you? Why too. would you? Why would you lose the van? Are you owe payments on it? <laughs> Get repo. Somebody you just fucking car of a fire hydrant. <laughs> and then uh, here's another one. It says, "If you had to live in a cage for the rest of your life, would you rather the bars be horizontal or vertical?" <laughs> oh. Oh. Hold on. I, I, I pictured. I was like, "Oh shit, that'd be crazy." It just it'd be like. Bars or like blinds. Yeah. It would be like blinds or bars. Anyway, this guy said horizontal. I'd climb them like a ladder for fun. (laughs) And then (laughs) somebody wrote this out. It says, my brother had a hamster who loved exploring. One day he climbed into our old heater. And when I tried pulling him out, I accidentally broke his leg. Damn. The vet amputated the hamster's leg and the hamster went to live on for another two years and died at the age of three, which that's pretty good for a hamster, apparently. But he said, for two years, without his one back leg, he would climb the side of his cage until he reached the top. Then Monkey Bar climbed to the middle of the cage roof and then fall onto his bedding and start climbing again. And this guy put a smiley face thinking that was cute. Person after says, poor guy was trying to end it all with the fall, but just never worked. <laughs> <laughs> could never get up there. <laughs> I don't know. Like he would climb all the way over there. But then whenever he fell, he would just fall onto his bedding. Oh, shit. damn it. <laughs> just kept doing it. And then here's my last one. Uh, this one you can answer. It says, would you, it says most of these are negative. So here's a positive one. Would you rather be able to eat anything you want and have it be perfect nutrition or have, or excuse me, or have to only have one hour of sleep each day and be fully rested? Oh, it's easy. I'm going to do the food. Yeah. I'm going to go perfect nutrition. Yeah. I, I thought that was pretty easy everything. too. I eat this book right here. and Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just eat a book. Anyway, that's. <laughs> What if you got that ring on? You ain't got to eat that book, bro. You're right, bro. Shit. I should have went with the ring. I just put that shit right there like the fucking, uh, what's it called? Those twins? What twins? Those, those superhero twins. twins? Yeah, the Wonder Twins. If I had a ring like that, bro, I'd be just like Smeagol. Precious. <laughs> and then my last one. If you were to have a kid, would you prefer that kid to be musically or athletically inclined? Wow. Oh, man, that's tough. Yeah. I'll answer first while y'all think because I already had thought about this. I think I'd want my kid to be more musically inclined, you know, because I was whenever I graced the field, bro, you know, I've lived that life. I'd have, I'd have gone pro if coach would have just sent my tape in. Anyway, we <laughs> I used to be able to throw a pigskin over those mountains. Quarter mile. <laughs> Point being with music, man, it just I feel like there's a, so many different avenues. If you can hit a baseball, you can hit a baseball, which is extremely hard to do at a professional level. But if you can play the piano, you can play a xylophone, you can play the keyboard, so on and so forth. Or if you can play a brass instrument, chances are you can play other brass instruments with a little bit of practice. Same thing for woodwinds. And I just think, how many movies are there about athletes versus how many movies are there about musicians? And how many movies have music music in them? So my point being is, if you're talented, someone will find you if you can play an instrument. Yeah. If you're good at a sport, there's a, there's that's harder to get into, in my own personal opinion. But I'll, I'll let y'all give your two cents. I may be completely wrong, but that's where my mind went. <clears throat> no, I was going to say the th- same thing with music, because one, you're not going to be fucking have all these injuries down the line or whatever, your mm-hmm. body hurting. It's just you're going to be playing music and everything. And like you said. You can have an OST on a show or whatever, and they just play that, and you get a bag off of that. Mm-hmm. Or you get a movie deal, and they just play your song, or even a video game. I mean, there's so many different avenues with music and everything like that. So, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. 
great. Yeah, probably go, probably go musically as well because I don't want my kid getting that CTE. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> being, being well. Yeah, I don't want to work. You know. Yeah. I play I play instruments. I think I think it's a good time. Real yeah. talk though. If my kid's six eight, he ain't touching no damn keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you better start playing with this play school hoop. Whatever Put that jumping down. Yeah. Dad, I want to play the uh, drums. Nah. You about to beat up the glass. You know what I'm saying? Go <laughs> slash some reboards. Let me show you. Speaking of speaking of music though, last week I told you guys about the Swingos music festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ended up buying tickets. I'm gonna go to that. <clears throat> I'm actually. I'm also gonna go see. It's fate, bro. I bought the tickets and I was planning to go to Chicago. And then yesterday, my favorite rock band announced that they would be in Chicago when I get there. So I'm gonna go see them too. Tickets are cheap. Damn. You know Very nice. Make a whole make band. a whole thing. They're, they're called Loathe. L O A T H E. Loathe. They're from uh, the UK. That's your favorite rock band? I thought it was my a favorite, band. That favorite like. Oh, Ready to Get Some Sheen? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Loads my favorite, like, current, like, because they're, they're young cats, bro. They're new. Oh, okay, like, okay. I got you. That's good. They're, like, my favorite working, still putting new stuff out band. Hey, uh, take a but, picture of the bean for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some. I got, I'll show you the beans. Anyway, <laughs> but, but that being said, just, we were talking about festivals the last few weeks, but we never talked about, we, like, what y'all's dream festival lineup, title, setting, days. You know, we never talked about that. So if you could make a festival, what would, what would y'all what would y'all do? Uh, I don't have a name for it, but it's gonna be three days. Three days, damn. Yeah, ACL three days. <laughs> damn, you, you James Rule trying to get people out their money like that, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just like Mumford and Sons. All right, all right. <laughs> That's crazy. But I'm only gonna give like a few though, because man created a whole lineup. I didn't create a whole lineup. I just got a few. What is my? Lineup? It's cool if you created a whole lineup. I got mine kicked. I got mine queued up. If you ain't ready, go ahead. I gotta get my list. All right, I, I just lost so, it. The name of it is going to be called Bumping Uglies. Hell yeah. Don't ask me why. That's just what came to mind. And uh, my my festival only <clears throat> has headliners. And so here's what I got. It's one day, starts in the morning, ends at a reasonable hour at night because your boy okay. is getting up there in age and I ain't trying to be out in a field, right, at 2 a.m. <laughs> the setting, give me like a nice, cool night in what I would call the mountains. So if that's like a forest in New Mexico or Pacific Northwest in Washington, Oregon, something like that, where it's kind of chilly in the morning, but then it's nice in the afternoon and early evening. And here we go. In no specific order, here's here's some of the artists that I would invite, and they would definitely show up because it's called Bumping Uglies. I got Frank Ocean, The Weeknd. Sizz is going to pull through. I'm going to add a little bit of spice with Bad Bunny. Then Tyler, the creator, is going to come up. And of course, in honor of my boy Greg, because he's gonna pull up. Drake's gonna be there, and then J Cole's also gonna be attending. Yeah. Now this 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 festival has a specific audience, but I I don't think you can deny my performers. Yeah. And if you get all of that in one day, <clears throat> one stage where you're not having to bounce around and survive off of water tanks, I gotta think that's a pretty good festival. So yeah, that's called Bumping Uglies coming to you 2035. Be on the lookout. Bumping Uglies, nice. Uh, I figured out my name. It's called Days on Fest, and it's just Days on Fest. It's just this right here. That I just oh, okay. Bought. I nice. just bought some manga today, but anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna cut it down to two days, just because, <laughs> just because I ran out of artists. But uh, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start it off with Hobby. Right? That's that's the name, right, Greg? I think so. I'm pretty Hobby. sure that's how you say it. I don't know if it's with okay. a Z or a J. You know, I... <laughs> okay. Anyways, him doing that, and then Frank Ocean, of course. Andre 3000, 
Mm. Ooh. And the flute. Yep. Omar Apollo, Steve Lacey, uh, Mariah the Scientist. I thought you were about to say Mariah Carey. Uh, I forgot how to say his name. We said a minute ago with my song of the week, uh, Nathaniel Cano. Yeah. I, guess, I don't know how you say his name, but uh, yeah, him. Uh, did I already say Vondi? Hmm. Okay, Vondi, uh, Sir, and those are just headliners. I probably got more, but. This man inviting some indie bluegrass musicians to his festival. It's, it's everywhere, bro. <laughs> it's everywhere. Uh, what's it called? What's his name? Uh, Vince Staples. That's his name. Okay. okay. His name for a second. Um, and one last one, probably. Let's see. Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan. No. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy. But I'll throw uh, Tyler Crater in there again, just because he's a great performer. Yeah, yeah. He's dope. Greg, you got yours? <clears throat> so mine's going to be a two-day festival. It's going to be called Greg the Goat Fest because it's just oh, going to be me with like 10 baddies. <laughs> I'm already not going with. So the first day is going to be like, you know, like a rock rock bands, in the, you know, daytime. We're going to finish it up with country at nighttime. It's going to be like, you know, Loathe, uh, Deftones, Rage Against Some Shit, just all kinds of rock bands I listen to, bro. You know, I wanted, wanted to like put some of the screamo bands I used to listen to in there, but them dudes is old, bro. They don't sound like they used to. <laughs> <laughs> but for the country... You know, I'd bring Turnpike Troubadours, bro. They'd be the headliners. Zach Bryan being there. You know, Randy Rogers. It'd be like that one thing I used to go to. What was it called, Suds? Oh, oh yes. yeah. yeah. It'd just get real nasty that night. You know what I'm saying? That'd be Friday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Saturday, we're going to do Spanish music and, and, you know, like rap music, hip-hop music. Little yeah. Rob's going to open. I feel like hey. that's the best blend of the two. Nice. It's just some, some of the headline. I mean, I'm a, you know, I would bring like Future, J. Cole. Uh, for headliners, you'd be like Bad Bunny, and then I would do what I'm gonna call like the Dumbalo All Stars. It'd be like a shared stage type thing with like Peso Pluma, Nata, Cunarache, mm-hmm. because they have a lot of songs together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it'd be cool to see them. Yeah. <clears throat> and then I would like to have Outcast in there some at some point, like the reunion. That'd be fire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then that, and then Drake's obviously the headliner, bro. Obviously, so Drake's Drake's oh. say he's doing he's doing some bangers. You know what I'm saying? Drake plays Marvin Dream, bro. Marvin Dream's going to wind it down. The beat's slowing down. And then Intho Cobbler comes out, bro. <laughs> they just run, they just run through like a whole sad song set list for like 15 minutes, boy. And I'm just <laughs> drunk and dancing. And then Drake you. comes back out and he finishes it up. And that's it. The crowd there would be crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't know where to go. <laughs> no, nah, I would be so torn. You know, being being black and Mexican, I I'd, I'd show up looking all kinds of funky with my boots on on the bottom, <laughs> and then my hey, that's that's chrome, perfect. Chrome heart t shirt, Gucci shades. <laughs> it, it'd be confusing as hell. Drinking Modelo, but have a bottle of Hennessy in my back pocket. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I'd be I'd be twisted, man. Oh, twisted. That's maybe, maybe you don't maybe you don't make much sense from a vibes point of view, but uh, it'd be fire, bro. Sounds no, solid everybody would be confused. Those vibes would be immaculate, especially if you you finish off with Marvin's room and then in the cobbler place. Yeah. The tears just keep streaming. It's like I that. can see all the Hispanics here the cobbler come up and running from that stage all the way to the Drake <laughs> stage. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be going crazy. That's all one stage, bro. I'm telling you, Drake's on the oh, stage and he just the in the cobbler. Oh, okay. Okay, he I just mean, lifts up with the harness, starts floating. Hell yeah. <laughs> Me and Lewis at their front row crying. It was crazy. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, Lewis, Lewis stays crying, though. Shout out, Lewis. <laughs> He'd be but, crying. Uh, to transition into this, I know y'all heard about all this beef going on with uh, Nicki Minaj and Meg Thee Stallion. Mm. Uh, 
how do y'all how do y'all feel about it greg you want to start uh, i mean i can but i mean i don't really know I, I didn't i don't know what's going on bro i don't really listen to either one of them so i don't know james you want to provide on? some context for yeah, greg and the listeners so meg dropped a song called his like two three days ago or something like that <laughs> and nikki got i don't even know if it was live it was some weird ass shit but she was on on there talking and she was just talking hot shit about Meg and like calling out like her dead mom and just holy shit. <clears throat> what's it called? Um, uh, what's it called? Shooting. I mean, not shooting. What's it called? Um, taking up for Tory Lanes and all the other shit and just being real misogynistic and everything like that. Just a whole bunch of just different fucking uh, shit that's happened to Meg and just dogging her and dogging her. And then uh, she dropped a song called. Well, she did some says some type of fucking verse on the that live thing, and then she dropped a song called Bigfoot. And kind of like talk, trying to talk shit, but that shit was fucking lame. So it's just, I don't know. I feel like she's just, she's been, ever since she's gotten older, she's been a fucking super haterish to all of these new artists that are coming up and everything. And then plus, like, she's, her, her husband's like a fucking pedo and she supports them regardless. So, yikes. I just want to get y'all's view on just what y'all think about the whole situation. Uh, my thoughts on Nikki, I mean, I send you the video all the time. It's that video where he's like, you're 36. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Shit, bro. yeah i don't know what's what's i mean so what's i i guess i mean i understand what's going on but like what's the whole what's the um i guess why did meg drop a diss about it, Nicki Minaj? Like, it wasn't even like a diss to nikki she was like it was just like a diss to like a lot of different things that happened with her she was like kind of like took a shot at drake took a shot with all these people that were just talking shit about how that case was going with with toy lanes and everything like that she was really just taking a shot of just different. She was just getting like stuff off of her chest and everything, and mm-hmm. then Nikki really just took it as she was just she taking was a, a shot. She was offended. She, the, yeah, she took it, yeah, too it fit too well, so she mm-hmm. took it. So. It's any any type of adult quote unquote beef is just wild, especially whenever it gets to the point of talking about deceased parents, regardless of what you do or don't know about the situation. Yeah, and Nikki. If she's offended or not, she's she's gone off the handle. She's saying yeah. some things that I mean, probably if you're gonna argue with somebody who considered your girl or whatever, that's behind closed doors type stuff. You don't put it out there in the public. And excuse me, in, in Megan's defense, I think she's handled everything pretty as professional as you can, you know, without just completely disregarding it and act like it's not phasing her. She's made her comments and you know made slight things here and there. But listen, if we're if we're picking aside, I'm real hot girl right now. <laughs> I'm I'm rocking with Meg. Yeah. Nikki's made some questionable decisions, decisions over the last few years of her life. And listen, <laughs> respect to her. What she did for the rap game, you can't take that away from her. But this is if she's gonna go out, this is a bad way to go out for her. Yeah. She if she's gonna fall off, it's gonna be in the worst kind of way. Like this is not the way you want to go out. Just ride off into the sunset, homegirl. Even with your man being what he is, it ain't worth it. Let yeah. let Meg do her thing. If she offended you, be offended, but don't don't try to drag her through these streets because it's not going to end up well for you. And I think it's just she's just mad just because all these other new uh, girl rappers are like coming up and everything, and nobody's just uh, focusing on her as much. I mean, things happen. I mean, you know, people people go into different artists and everything, and she didn't drop anything until recently because she I think she had a kid or whatever, so she took like a hiatus. So all mm-hmm. these other female rappers are coming up, and I think she's just kind of upset, just like, why is this not about me anymore, or whatever, whatever. And it's kind of like a jealousy thing, and then that comes out like that because she wants she beefing with somebody else too, like um, what's she had her name? Cardi. Yeah, Cardi and everything. Like so she's just she's just coming off as a, yeah, she's just coming off as bitter 
and just angry at everybody just because she's not getting that attention like that she used to get. Shit happens. I mean, like her decision to support her husband for what he is and everything. Nobody's gonna back her up there unless she's just like a Nicki Minaj fan. And there's plenty mm-hmm. of those. You see that mm-hmm. on Twitter. But I think she's just coming off bitter and just jealous. Listen, that that happens. Well, it happens to some people with old age. You start to feel irrelevant, so you got to make yourself relevant again. This may be, maybe it's a cry for help. Yeah. But regardless, there, there's other ways to get help. And attacking <laughs> your, your peer, if you will, ain't the way to do it. So I got, I got, here's, here's a breaking news. This is going to be a long episode because I have I'll go ahead. a topic from a listener. And whenever I read it, I thought this is too good not to discuss. So listeners, listen close because what you're getting right now is extended content for free. You don't even have to sign up for the Patreon. <laughs> a listener asks, what is an alcoholic drink that you drank too much in college or at any point in your life that's messy as hell now or is just nasty to drink or even think of like Fireball or Hypnotic or Trash Can Punch? And then if you have a story that goes along with that drink, we want you to share. Well, we, we know about whiskey cokes. I still drink whiskey cokes, so I, mean, oh. that <laughs> I would go with the uh, Mad Dogs from mm. the Go House, mm. and yeah, did a lot of Mad Dogs. Drank a lot of Mad Dogs. That just Dude, reminds- tell, tell the people what a Mad Dog is. Okay, so Mad Dog Twenty Twenty is like this malt liquor, super super sugary, super sweet, and What's it called? I mean, it'll get you messed up real quick. It's so, a storm is what it is. Is it? No, I'm just I'm just joking because it's oh. that blue one, so it makes me think of it. Go ahead. Okay, but uh, so you know, well, back in the day, you know, we used to go and party, and it was, it was a big ass party at that time. We got maybe six of them things. I had already drank two of them <laughs> <laughs> throughout the night. Now, and, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you, James. People, these these aren't little buzz balls. They're not the little nah. dollar shots you get at the front of the store. These things are a good 25, 30 ounces. They're yeah. they're big I, bottles. I just want to give the people some context. Keep going, James. You had about two of them. I will, I'll post a, a pic on Instagram to see show you, like <laughs> the bottles. But uh, so there's six of them. It's not just for me, it's for everybody. But I already drank two. And we're going through the night, you know drinking it, whatever, whatever. The other two go and everything like that. And then in a night, it's winding down and uh, everybody's outside. Well, it winded down for me. (laughs) But it was winding down for everybody else. So everybody's outside talking and everything like that. People are dipping. So I go to the refrigerator. I said, let me grab one more beer, whatever. Look in there. There's two mad dogs left. (laughs) And I said, what the hell? So I took it upon myself to finish both of them. And naturally, naturally. so <laughs> I went to when I was, well, first, uh, the first two, I went to the garage. They told me to do it like, what's it called? Stockholm Steve Austin. So I smashed yeah. it. Yeah. I had to chug them. That was the first two. And then nights winding down. I went outside with the other two. I said, Y'all not going to drink these shits? And they're like, Nah, bro, we're good. And I said, All right. And I drank both of them. Next thing I remember, I'm getting tackled <laughs> to the ground because <laughs> uh, somebody told somebody to go outside and tackle me. Yeah, that was and Nate. Then, Shout out Nate. And then after that, yeah, I don't remember anything after that. I, wake up, I remember the next day, and they tell me what I did. So, And there's a meme back from a long time ago when mm-hmm. this night that happened, and that went around Twitter for the longest time, and I was mm-hmm. fucking dying the next day. 
I, I gotta look it up. Sick. It was a, it's nothing that a breakfast burrito from the local burrito establishment there in town couldn't fix. It was it was a sight to see. I was I bore witness to this, and he did indeed try to smash two glass bottles together like Stone Cold <laughs> Steve Austin, and then Hell failed. To, I would even call chug them. He took two big gulps and nearly drowned. James is not one to chug, just just nah. for reference. But yeah, he did get tackled. I can speak to that. And the next day, he was deathly hungover, and it was, I was sick hilarious i laugh about it to this day one of my favorite <laughs> memories of james hey speaking of james next time i see you i'm gonna have a bottle of md with your name on it oh no yeah, I, just, yeah. I just remember i couldn't keep water down i couldn't keep food down <laughs> anything i did i would have to go throw up bro for that whole day i was dead greg was dead. you got one nah dude i don't have nothing like that because i don't get defeated you know what i'm saying wow oh, no nah, don't drink whiskey no more because we used to drink fucking piss nasty wild turkey Ooh, on the rocks damn. in college, bro. Just for just for shits and gigs, we get home from Ugh. class. Fucking Allen, bro. He'd be like, let's drink some, let's drink some whiskey <laughs> on the rocks. Piss me off, man. I won't wow. drink whiskey like at all anymore because of that. But I mean, I never got faded. I never threw up on it. I just hate it. All right. I wish I, I wish I had a cool story. I mean, I've just been, there's been plenty of times where I got faded off of rum and coke, threw oh. up, did some silly shit. But I went back and drank it a week later. <laughs> I came crawling back. <laughs> so. This isn't a, it's not a terrible story, but I was betrayed by two of my friends. <laughs> One of the first couple times I ever hung out with them. You might know them as Greg and Lewis. I know them as the devils. So I'm invited to Lewis's parents' house because we were young at the time. And I'm I'm rocking with Greg and Greg's taking me and he's like, man, I got this cracking. It's black spiced rum. I had never heard of this before. <laughs> I thought man had pulled it out of a treasure chest or something. It had a picture of a cracking on it. If you don't know what a cracking is, it's a big mythological octopus squid type thing. Anyway, completely scary. I never had this before. The only rum I had was Captain Morgan or Malibu. And you know Malibu, that ain't really that ain't even really alcohol. It's coconut water. Anyway. We're at Lewis's spot. We're in his his dad's shop or something. It's just us three and maybe like two other people. Like it's not a party or nothing. We're sitting there drinking this stuff, and they're mixing it with Dr. Pepper. Now, it Kraken is a dark brown color, and if you don't know, so is Dr. Pepper. And as I'm drinking this, naturally, whenever you quote-unquote break the seal, you have to continuously use the bathroom. So I would have my plastic cup, and I would take a sip and realize, okay, I'm about halfway and I would go and use the bathroom and I come back and I realize my cup is full and my cup was my cup did not runneth over by my own hand. OK, I was being borderline drugged by my friends. <laughs> Every time I was walking out to use the bathroom, they were adding more rum to my cup, not not mixer, not Dr. Pepper, just rum. Anyway, so us three young men are just sitting there getting drunk and they're just laughing at me, having a good time. And as a, as I call it a party, as the get together is going on, guys are moving to the trampoline right outside this shop of Lewis's and they're not jumping on it. Homeboys are laying on it, just throwing up. So, <laughs> oh hell! No. Their heads are between the springs, just blowing chunks. And naturally, right, because at this point I've had 18 of these rum and Dr. Peppers unbeknownst <laughs> to me. I joined them on the trampoline and we spend a long time throwing up. And it was it was one of the one of my most fond memories of hanging out with a couple of my friends. And I don't know if I hate them more or love them more for that. <laughs> but regardless, I will never drink Kraken again. That next day, if you want to talk about the day after, Greg at the time, what did you drive? A Camaro, Greg? It was an it was an Eclipse. An Eclipse. So oh, if yeah. you can picture, 
I'm going to say it. I am six foot. And at the time, I was well over 200 pounds in the backseat, curled up in a ball. And Greg says, hey, G, you want some breakfast? And then throws me one with a bag of donut holes? Oh, uh, yeah, a bag of donut holes and a ham and cheese croissant, bro. <laughs> like, I have – I'm sweating in the backseat, and it's not even hot. My – I can feel this heat in my thighs, bro. It was terrible. And Greg just throws it back at me like I'm some kind of pet. Like, here, here's your breakfast. I had no recollection of the night. It wasn't until, bro, I want to say, I had told people for the longest time I had alcohol poisoning. And then Lewis was like, no, bro, we just kept giving you rum. Ever since. Uh, the devil. Ever since then, I keep a little little cup condom on me whenever Lewis is around. And I'll be putting I'm it on my name, though, because I never added anything to your drink. That was all Lewis, bro. But you I sat there the and let him do it. Up. You know that? I didn't know what he was doing. I was like, oh, I guess G's thirsty. And you let him do it. Yeah, yeah. Was it next Friday, Friday, the next? And Greg let him do it. Man, I had a, I had a picture for the longest time of us on that ride back to Lubbock. G was in the back seat, miserable, bro. I, like I wish I could find that picture. I was, I was gray. I look like old bacon. It was not oh, a good look for man. me. Anyways, oh, yeah. I think that's, that's a good wrap-up point because I'm getting sad just thinking about it. And it's making my stomach hurt. <laughs> Folks, you got bonus time from your favorite hosts on your favorite podcast, Bruise and Banter. It means the world that you're still listening after five episodes. Again, follow the Instagram page. It is at bruiseandbanter underscore pod. And, you know, follow us on our socials. We're trying to post more in terms of clips or videos, pictures, what have you. We appreciate all the love. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow the podcast page. Give us however many stars you want to. And if you're feeling generous, make it five. We appreciate all the love. Glad you're tuning in. My name is G. James, Greg, y'all got anything you want to add? No, you hit it all again. Make sure just with the rating and everything, just make sure y'all just give us some type of stars because it'll bump us up and put us out there to more more people and everything so we can grow a little bit more. But, yeah, you got it all. Greg? Nah, I think that's it. Just follow the IG. We're uh, trying to be more active. IG 400. But, again, y'all, appreciate y'all. Bruising Banter, Episode 5. We out. See y'all.